I'm really good at just being in the right place at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> you have staying power, Josh. It's because you don't like to move a lot. Because you're very sedentary. That could be it. <laughs> Look, I know I've... You're like I a know. lump in many ways. A growth. <laughs> this this is true. Benign. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's, he's benign. Oh, Steve, not, Steve didn't even see it. Steve, Steve-O missed it completely. Oh, boo, what did I miss? Show him, Josh. He asked for it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's never speak of it again. Welcome to episode 23 of Rather Replaying, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than buying another fucking PS3 because you lost it in your move. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Josh. Well I'm Elliot. And I'm Sivo. And yeah, so I'm irritated because... You never found it? I did not never... I, ugh, I did not ever. They're I so never tiny, fucking downed the damn thing. They're easy to lose. It happens. Was it a slim that you lost in the first place? I had my PS3 and my PS2 in the same, like, relatively tiny box, and somehow in this move, I never found it. I've looked all over the goddamn place, and so uh, a, a couple weeks ago, I was down in Portland, and uh, there was a GameStop nearby that had a, P- a refurbished PS3 in stock, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just, I, I'm just going to get one, so. Good work. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I made the GameStop clerk happy because because it's refurbished. I was like, yeah, give me the warranty for a year. So, I mean, it was only 20 bucks. The PS3 itself is like 120. So I figured what I'd seen on Craigslist and things like that, 120 was actually pretty comparable to, mm-hmm. to yep. what I'd seen uh, nearby. So I wasn't that worried. But I was like, all right, well, 20 more bucks to, you know, have a warranty. And the warranty is basically like you can sneeze on it and it breaks and we'll fix it. Or get you a new one. So I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Let's go with that. So I made a GameStop employee happy, and I have a PS3 again, so I'm happy too. That's that's <laughs> hey, a beautiful that's a win. story. That's a win. Exactly. Uh, is it is it a slim or a super slim or a old fat? No, no, it's a, it's the slim, the mid the middle slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 160 gigabyte one, so no backwards compatibility. I I I had to buy a second PS3, so uh, so. Don't feel too bad about it. I think we all pretty much have to at some point if, well, if we got one at launch. Well, this is technically my third one because I had a fat one. And then oh, I, had, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I had wow. a fat one. I can't remember what the initial specs were. I think it might have had 60 gig. I don't know. I can't remember. There was um, 60 and 20 at launch and then there was 80. Yeah, so maybe maybe I got a... I might have had a 60 or an 80 because the time I actually bought the PS3 was when uh, Kmart, of all places, had like... There was a, a Black Friday coupon that was being spread over the internet where you got like, I, I don't know, it might have been like 50% off. I can't remember how much it was. But it was like 50% off anything in the store. And they were, they didn't, they didn't, there were no restrictions. So I was able to go to Kmart. This was back in, God, this had to have been 2007, 2008. And I can't, honestly can't remember what the percentage was, but I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So I grabbed that coupon off offline went to the web, went to Kmart and was like, yeah, here, give me a PS3 for, you know, 150 bucks off or whatever it was. So I grabbed no it. No way. So, yeah. Holy so I, I, I don't remember ever having like a backwards compatible one. So it might've been the 80 gig one that did not have backwards compatibility because again, I, I feel like I would have remembered that, but I mean, I am kind of pissed off that I don't have my PS2 anymore, but I do have a computer that can run PCSX2 games and I have a bunch of discs so I can always emulate the PS2 games and stream. Yeah, my PS2. you bought them so, in fairness. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing. Uh, there's no illegality as far as the games that I actually have. It's just a matter of the system I'm playing them on. In which case, again, I have a PC. I have a Steam Link. I can figure this shit out. So. And you've actually been playing the PS3 since you bought the new one. What have you been playing on it? Well, so, <laughs> so for like the first, so I bought it uh, when I was in Portland for work. And I was sitting in a hotel room and uh, 
the you know as as many people may know, hotel room Wi-Fi is not necessarily you know like the fastest goddamn thing you've ever seen. But I managed to download a lot of games that I've one beaten and two wanted to beat. So I have Mega Man Nine and Ten, which I've both beaten, um, which I and I both love. But I also have a bunch of games I did not finish, such as Dragon Guard Three, Dragon's Dogma, and Okami nice. HD. Yeah, Dragon's um, Dogma is one that has yeah. almost convinced me to go back and buy a PS3 again. My so only like, problem is Steam. I hate the six axes. It's but too you can, small for my no, gigantic hands. But Dragon's, Dra- Dragon's Dogma is on, P- on Steam. Um, yeah. I guess I could get it on there, but I, I would want to wait for the um, for it to drop in price for a, a Steam sales or something. What's what's the kind of bonus version of it? What's the game of the year version called? Oh, Darker Risen. Darker yeah, but that's, that, that's the vision. Yeah. That, that's the version that's on Steam. So it, it's not like you're losing anything by be, yeah, by getting it's it. It's the Steam. only one. It's yeah, just, for, for me, it was more a matter of honestly, I think I actually have Dragon's Dogma on Steam. I'm not entirely sure, but I already owned it. I can't remember if it was via PS Plus or just by virtue of plus. actually buying it. Well, I know, but I mean, I can't remember if I actually oh, bought oh, it or if you not. got it before that. Before that, so I already got. It was like it's one of those games where I'm like, I'll I'll I'll, I'll play it on PS3. It's I'm as as I will explain later. I'm not entirely too sensitive to things like frame rate drops and stuff like that. So, um, and then of course the other nice thing about it is that I've got the PS One classics. So I've got games that I've beaten before, like uh, Chrono Cross, Xenogears, Dino Crisis, which all three of those games I love and have already beaten. But then I also have stuff like Alundra from PS One, which is a fantastic game that I never actually finished because the yeah. last what is that and how do you spell it? I can't even hear the word that you're saying. Alundra, A L U N D R A, Alundra. It's a Zelda type game, but like it actually has like ridiculous puzzles and stuff along yeah. the way. Mm. It's a great game. I really, really, really enjoy it, and it's really sad because there was an Alundra two that was fucking terrible because they. Was, <laughs> They were like, we're going to re- replace a, this main character named Alundra with this other red haired dude, which has nothing to do with the series. And we're just going to have him make this be the shittiest Zelda game ever. So um, the original Alundra, however, is fantastic. And I totally recommend playing it if you get a chance. Yeah, uh, you've played it all the way through. And what about Dragon's Dogma? Have you beaten it? Oh, God, no. So, like, so Alundra, I've played 95% of it. The last thing I needed to do was beat the boss, and I just never actually got around to beating the boss. Yep. Dragon's Dogma, I've played, I don't know, a couple hours of it, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a good game. I think it just came out at a time when I was dealing, I was playing a lot of other stuff. I think, like, I think that was the time around when I got, really, really got into Demon Souls and started beating that game. Yeah. So. I feel like it, that was the... Contrast, that was kind of why Dragon's Dogma didn't get the press that supposedly, if you believe a lot of reviewers, it, it should have got. It it really yeah. didn't get a lot of press as far. I mean, it, it, it did, but it didn't. Like, a lot of people were praising it, but the thing is, is it got, I think feel like it got washed out in the sea of other games. Yeah, definitely, yeah. because Dark Souls was a phenomenon, whereas mm-hmm. Dragon's Dogma was just meant to be a really, really good game that was similar in style and tone in, in a few ways, I think. Yeah, that's that was my understanding because I like it was the even the title is so generic. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things that just kind of comes and goes like, oh, Capcom. And then you hear about it years later and people are like, it's actually one of the best RPGs I've ever played and yep. everyone should play it. And like I've been reading that a lot about Titanfall 2 as well. Like mm-hmm. it flew under a lot of radars because Titanfall 1 was meh. And uh I've just seen a lot of people say that Titanfall 2 is the best or one of the best single player campaigns they've ever played. Well, I've added so. Dragon's Dogma to my Steam wish list, and neither of you picked up Titanfall 2, did you? Was it just me? No. Yeah, no, I, I did not. But I mean, like, I, I'm so I'm looking at the wiki right now, and like, Dragon's Dogma came out in May of 2012, and like, literally a week before it, Diablo 3 came out, Max, Max Payne 3 came out, Soul Sacrifice on Vita came out. Yeah, uh, Minecraft came out on Xbox. So yeah, it's it's one of those games where like I, I feel like a lot of people would have enjoyed it a lot more. Not necessarily they, not maybe not necessarily they would have enjoyed it so much. They would have paid it more attention had it not re- been released in the midst of all these other massive games. Definitely mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, but uh, add that uh, to your 
potential uh, backlog we let there, Steve. Well, Dragon's I'm, Dogma? I'm, yeah. yeah, we would have to Potential. play it on a PS3, and I would either have to pick up another PS3 because I I gave mine to a friend of the show, uh, oh. Mike from oh, right. Mike. So I would either have to pick up one of those, or I'll have to wait for it on a sale. And since I still have a bit of uh, Steam dollars, I could I could pick it up on a Steam sale at some point. That's true. Did, did, I didn't. Yeah. I did it not get re-released? Um. Well, well, while I look that up, but I mean, so yeah, I have the PS3. And again, I started downloading myself, but the main ones that I've started playing again were, um, uh, I started up playing, uh, Dragon Guard three, which is a PS three game. So what is that? I've never heard of it ever in my life before. <laughs> so, um, so Dragon Guard three is obviously the third in the Dragon Guard series. Dragon Guard one Thank and you. two. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's actually the fifth. <laughs> so Dragon Guard 1 and 2 were released on PS2. It's the same general series that the Nier games are in. So Nier and Nier Automata. Nier, however... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Same, like, universe as Nier? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, okay, so... Something that's been very prevalent with the Nier games as well as the Dragon Guard games is that there are multiple endings. And, you know, yep. sometimes uh-huh. they're more like acts rather than endings. Like you finish the game Act A and then see Act B and then see the end of Act mm-hmm. C mm-hmm. all the way up to Act E. And sometimes it's more like here are all these branching paths. Here's Branch A, Branch B, Branch C, whatever. In Dragon Guard uh, Route E or the ending E, that leads into Nier. Like the, no the, way. the original near. Yeah. So that's, that's how that, how that's how they're connected. I, I honestly can't or cannot remember if Dragon Guard three is a prequel or not, but I feel like it is. Um, Holy shit. So why haven't we heard of these games? Were they not reviewed? Oh, it's, be, it's because they're very, yeah. So Dragon Guard three is a prequel they're to niche. Dragon Guard one and two. So it's because, yeah, they're very niche. The, Dragon Guard one and two and, I'll get to three in a minute, but are they action RPGs? Are they? Well, yeah. Yes. And no, yes. And no. So one and two. Yes. And no tells me nothing. Tell me what it is. If it isn't that. (laughs) So there you have each, you go through levels. Like, you know, you know, you have a beginning of the level. You, it's like a hack and slash. You kill everything. You gain experience points. You fight a boss at the end. You collect items. And then the level ends and you kind of collect what you've earned and then upgrade weapons, you know, move along. Uh, is there cutscenes Gar- in between? Is it kind of like Valkyria yeah. Chronicles? Is is there little yeah. videos? Yeah, kind of. There's, there's an overarching story. And in in near and near automatous fashion, they're very fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they're not like, oh, yeah, this is a very happy game. I'm really glad I bought this. I can play this with my kids. <laughs> none of those none of these games are like that. They're all warped, and uh, the protagonist is not necessarily a great, a great fucking person. You're just kind of following along as he, as he or she, you know, causes chaos throughout the world. Dragon Guard Three continues that progression in the sense that you play as Zero, who is one of six what they call intoners, which are these sisters that kind of like run the run the world. And, uh, you, you, so she, her entire goal is to kill her sisters, five, four, three, two, and one. I've killed five and four so far. I'm working on the other ones. Um, and you have a dragon with you named Mikhail, who is like this, she, he's like this naive, like I've just been born. What are all these things sort of per- perspective you have of the game, which is kind of refreshing because, when zero and any other henchman she runs into talks, it's all about sex, 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 sex. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't it's expecting that. Wow. Oh no, I know you weren't, it, but that's what it is. So Yoko Taro, the director of the Nier and Drakengard games, he's fucked up, but it's like an appreciative fucked up. I, I like playing his games because they're so warped and out of the ordinary and you just do not see anything like this ever anywhere else. Yep. And like, so, for instance, the the first the first one you go fight in, in Dragon Guard three, you go fight your sister five. She's obsessed with sex. She likes to talk about her boobs. And then you finally kill her and her little disciple named Dido decide, you know, cuts her in half and 
is a sadist and is like really, really happy to kill her because he hated being her disciple because she basically banged him to oblivion. So yeah. And now Dido is now your disciple and there's some interesting dialogue after that. But yeah, Dragon Guard three is an interesting game. Let's just put it that way. I think there was a, a bit of a, a classic quote from Yoko Taro recently. Actually, he was he was saying he's a bit broken in yeah. ways. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That's I'm, a good I'm way okay to put it. I, I, I can see that. I guess this is what he was talking about. Yeah, But it's like one of those things where I'm like, please stay broken. I, I enjoy your <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's, <laughs> it's like it's. It's I I enjoy it and like this sick. T- it's like watching the Saw movies. You know, it's like wow, these movies are all about self mutilation and sadism and things like that. But you know what? Keep it coming. I I, I kind of need this. <laughs> Elliot needs to play Near Automata so we can have a proper spoiler chat about it. I know it's the greatest game ever. I mean, yeah, no, I, but 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 I I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, but Near Automata was like. I'm pretty sure it's like the only game of his that actually has a semi pseudo happy ending. <laughs> yep. Actually makes a a little bit of a little bit of reason for optimism in there. I hope there's a reason for it. I hope like you look back and it's like, oh, that was the first time he saw his newborn daughter smile at him. <laughs> or you know. Something so so, so sweet. near automata, <laughs> like I'll give you like from beginning to end, there's I, I think it's contained pretty well. So far, Drakengard 3, I'm pretty sure, is just a revenge fantasy that I'm just walking along with. (laughs) Yeah, we should tie these into main, like, uh, big events in his life and and figure (laughs) out what what the hell he's responding to here. What this is a catharsis for something, Josh. That's your homework for the next for the next podcast for the next episode. (laughs) Yeah, let me go interview interview Yoko Taro, one of the most reclusive Japanese developers in existence. Sure, let me get right on that. Oh, no, no, no. This is investigative reporting. <laughs> you don't have to interview him. You you, you, uh, you want me to find out something about his mind without actually yeah. interviewing him. Just look up his live journal. I <laughs> <laughs> go by date. Hi, Yoko. I found your Tumblr. Uh, first off, <laughs> first off, there's a lot of Sonic fan fiction here. Second oh, of God. all, let me talk. About it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Dragon Guard 3. The other game I've been playing... It's a game I've beaten before, but I want to go through and back and and get like the true ending of it. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Um, Okay, so you got to start from the start with SMT because SMT is something that I've only ever seen the initials of. And I know it's in some way related (laughs) to Persona games, but that's that's all I've got. It's Japanese and it's got a link to Persona. So explain this for the layman. All right, so Shin Megami Tensei is a series of games that involves your protagonist somehow normally ending up in, like, the end of the world or after the end of the world, uh, trying to fix the problem with that is the end of the world. (laughs) Hmm, And so... So trying uh, to undo the apocalypse or just trying to deal with the apocalypse? A bit of both. So, like... (laughs) We don't need you to fix it. We just need you to deal with it. It's not necessarily fixing so much as maybe you reform the new world into your own image, or maybe you. Oh, that sounds healthy. Was so so yeah. It's it's there's usually no like oh great I got the ending where I revert everything back to normal. There's usually not a lot of those. Yeah. So like so Shimigami Tensei one and two are both on on the Super NES or Super Famicom. Because they never actually came to the U.S. Although uh, Shin Megami Tensei One is on iOS, which you can play in English. Is it a good port, or is it one of the ones that you would tell me never go near ever? No, it's a fine port. It's just an old game that has a lot of old mechanics, and you might, if you played new games, you might not be all that you know keen to play it. It's like a direct old port. Yeah, okay. it's good to know. Like, like, oh, it's a good game, but it has all the old shit that irritated me. Yeah. So. Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne is technically Shin Megami Tensei 3. Um, it takes place in, you you start, you start playing off as like this high schooler kid who's going to meet his teacher and his friends at this hospital. And then within 30 minutes of you starting the game, the world ends. <laughs> and now you, and then at this point you are now like this half demon trying to reshape the world into whatever you kind of see fit. So, okay, so is there a lot of player choice involved? 
Yes and no. So there's, it's not necessarily clear where your choices kind of come into play, <laughs> but yes, there, there are four different endings based on your choices throughout the game. And there's a fifth ending that kind of overrides the other four. If you do this one thing, which is basically going into this optional dungeon and defeating everything, which is the one I'm going for this time. Um, because of last time I beat the game, I got one of those four other endings, which was just based on me selecting shit throughout the game and getting, Oh, okay. That's the one I got, I guess. Yep. Um, this one's involves me basically going through, killing everything, fighting, fighting Lucifer and becoming the demon God of the world. <laughs> Does it have a similar thing to persona four or persona four or golden? I don't know how close they are where if you pick a wrong choice during certain important conversations, you can potentially end the game. No. So, um, <laughs> so Shimigami Tensei games are not known for their forgiveness. Yep. Um, if you make choices throughout the game that you may, you, that kind of may lock you into stuff later on. There's no social mm. links. It yep. is all dungeon crawling. It's all demon fusions. So, un, so in like persona, you know how like you fuse personas in order to make your main character have extra personas to summon. Yeah. In and this extra case, abilities and extra strengths and weaknesses. Right. So in this case though, you only have the one main character and your other three party members are filled up with demons. Okay. So those those are the demons you recruit. Those are the demons you fuse. And each of those three demons may have weaknesses or strengths, depending on what you decide to have. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like having other personas fighting alongside you, yes. as opposed to having uh, people and social links with personas associated. Correct. And okay. so... Kind of, it's, a, it's a fantastic game. It's hard as fucking shit, and it's great, though, because of that. But yeah, like, uh, so what I, what I want to kind of tell our listeners though, is the first Shin Megami Tensei game I played was Digital Devil Saga, which is a very similar game, a very similar battle system. You don't have demons on your team. You have specific party members that you choose, but it kind of eases you into the systems of the game. Like if you play Nocturne first, you might not know that Agi means fire or Bufu means ice. I would only have known that because of Persona. Exactly. But mm -hmm. the thing is, like, Persona 4, you played Persona 4 Golden, right? Yeah. So Persona 4 Golden was one of the first SMT games that actually lets you look at the skills you have yeah. and tell you what they mean. <laughs> mostly. Mostly. Except when you're doing certain things, like, I can't remember if it's fusing Personas, and there's at times where you're trying to combine two things, and it won't actually tell you what the thing actually does. And, well, oh, that, maybe so when, you're, when you're applying card skills... To a okay, persona. Yeah. But my, but my, it drove me but, insane because I would always forget what that one meant. Okay, but, but my point is here is like, so say I have, you know, a demon in Nocturne. I want to check their status. Okay, I can check their status. There's their HP, there's their MP, there's a list of their skills. However, I can't select each of their skills to find out what the fuck they do. Oh, that would drive me. Yeah, I would, exactly. I would just give up. I would give up within and minutes. There's, so, and then also one of the other things that was first added in Persona 4 Golden was when you fuse demons, you can select the skills that are transferred to the new one. Yeah, and I you, always in, enjoyed that. In like Nocturne and, th and other games like that, it's random. So you have to back out, select, Ooh. back out, select, uh. back out, select until you get the one you want. And I've spent hours trying to get the one that i've <laughs> doesn't wanted. sound like fun no no it's it's not it was just a product of its time and i don't know it's why they not did. but i'll do it to myself that's <laughs> what i do well, i'm not doing this like, for know, fun well the thing is like i know i'm getting a better i know i'm getting a better demon here but i really want this demon to have a cure spell that i already have and i wanted to have the level three fire spell or whatever there i wanted to have augie dime so i will back out and select back out and select back out and select a million times until i get at least those two I will, I will like compromise on myself. I'll be like, oh my God, I can't get both of those because it's driving me crazy and random RNG is killing me. I know I can. Um, we we get the if, idea of randomizing. You don't literally have to describe. <laughs> but I'm saying like, if I, if I don't get it within the next 10 tries, I'll just go with whatever I get. You know, I'll like make deals with myself. Yeah. So, but. Okay. 12 tries. Exactly. Time. Yeah. Okay, 15. But like yeah. it's it's a fantastic game. There's like very minimal story, but it's like like in a good way. You don't need to really know a whole lot of what's going on. All that really matters is that you're half demon. The world is your oyster. Go. 
And so there's not a lot of chasing around, making sure you talk to this person first and no. then that person next. And not I, at you all. know what you know what I'm like in terms of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, game direction. I, I found that a little bit frustrating in Persona. I, yeah, I was no. happy enough to do it and occasionally take a little look at a, a walkthrough if there was something I wanted to make sure I wouldn't miss. But in general, I would much prefer a, a more straightforward story that kind of guides me along as opposed yeah. to me having to go look. Yeah, no, Nocturne is basically, all right, I'm going to go through this dungeon. Someone talks to me about stuff. They mention something and I go to the next dungeon. I could finish that dungeon. I go back to the town. Maybe I have to talk to a specific NPC in the town that directs me to the right place. But other than that, no, it's it's. It's very straightforward. It's all a matter of being prepared for battles, you know, with weaknesses and strength. And it's, it's, I've, I get. Has it got permadeath? Is it a very challenging game in general? I mean, it's not, I don't think permadeath is the right word you're looking for. I mean, if you die, you just go back to your safe point. But yeah, yeah, if the, if the main character dies, you die. So you have to, you have, but the thing is, is like, so you didn't understand. You, you don't know what this is because you haven't played one of these games. So the persona system, you know how they had the one more system. Like if you exploit a weakness, you get another turn. Yep. So in the Nocturne game and the Digital Devil Saga games, they have what is known as the press turn system, which is you have one turn for every person in your party or every demon or whatever your party. So if I have the main character plus three demons, I have four turns, right? Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If I exploit a weakness, I only use half a turn. If I get a critical, I only use half a turn. And you can, and that half a turn you can use basically as a full turn later. If I miss, or if I hit an enemy that it, that nullifies the element I use, like say I throw a fire spell at an enemy that nullifies fire, I lose an extra turn. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and if I use Christ. a spell that like an enemy uh, absorbs oh. or repels, I lose all my turns and the same, <laughs> but the same thing works for the enemy. So if you know, you're fighting a bunch of guys that use electric spells for entrance. Yeah. In, you instance, get something that can repel those and then you're going to. Yeah. And the enemy loses all their turns. So it's all a matter of preparation and learning from your oh skills. So it's God. sounds horrible. Walking it's amazing. Into a fight, getting it. your ass kicked, going back to the start of a dungeon or the wait. floor or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. And, wait, and wait, then wait, 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 Sivo, Sivo, did you beat Dark Souls? I did, yes. Okay, so you're used to going back to the beginning when you fuck up. But I don't <laughs> like it. I don't. I'm like not saying <laughs> that you like it. You've done it before, so you know what I'm talking about. Dark Souls was a phenomenon, and when I started playing it, I I found the hook. I understood the hook. Uh, but Persona Four, I understood the hook. Uh, but what kept me playing it was the social links and, and the friends stories and, and as well, just having to like get to the end of this huge epic game. That's over a hundred hours long. So that's, so that's kind of why I think you might enjoy and why I recommend playing digital devil saga first. It's a two part game. There's digital Devil saga one and two. It's, it's really only half a game. If you, and you think I'd like it because of story. Yeah, there's, so there's there's a lot more of the story to that game. Yeah. Again, like I said, you play as a three a three character party rather than recruiting demons. So you have, yeah. well, I guess you have th more than. But three but you would suggest I print out a cheat sheet because otherwise it would be impossible for me, basically. Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I I, I guess if you're really desperate, you can like print out a a list of like, okay, these are the demons of this dungeon. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I meant for the things that don't have descriptions in the way the persona had. Descriptions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If there's I mean, again, it's very similar to persona like Agi, Bufu, Dia. All, yep. They're all the same as persona. So if you saw them in persona, they do the same thing in Digital Devil Saga. Um, there might be some slight differences here and there. So if yeah, if you want to go with that, that's fine. But yeah, something if tells gonna me go I'm still not going to play these games. John. Probably no. not. I'm just saying if you're <laughs> if you're going to go down the Shin Megami Tensei realm, Digital Devil Saga is a good uh, opening spot. or I could always just wait till the next one presumably comes out and switch. Am I right? Yeah. So it'll be a switch exclusive. Yeah. Shin Megami Tensei five is supposed to be a switch exclusive. Um, I played for, I still need to beat apocalypse. I actually finally pulled out my three DS and I was like, fuck, I haven't played this in like a year. I need to restart it. Um, uh, I played about 10 minutes of nocturne years ago. And I think it was actually your brother's copy, Josh, that he, he gave me. 
Oh shit, I forgot about here. that. <laughs> it came out as a PS2 classic after that, so if he needs it back, it's all his. Uh, I'll, I'll let him know. I forgot about that. Yeah. But like Shin Megami uh, Tensei 4 uses the same like press turn system. There's some slight differences to it um, as far as like criticals go. But the way like the, the difficulty curve of Shin Megami Tensei 4 is insane. Like the first four hours or whatever in the first dungeon, it's fucking ridiculous. You will die many, many times. And once you up. once you finally get out of that dungeon, though, it's easy. It's easy. It's 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 like you, you will be fine. I mean, as long as you pay attention to like the rules we've been talking about, with, like persona and whatnot, you'll be fine. It's just that first dungeon is insane. Wow, that's weird. Apocalypse, from what I hear, is actually a little bit more balanced. Again, I've only played a couple hours and again, it's been a long time, so I probably need to go back and restart the goddamn thing. But yeah, that's that's what I've seen. They can't like patch that. Like, I feel like it's just a dumb oversight there. It's kind of weird. But I almost I feel know. like it's uh, Atlas going, yeah, this is Shin Megami Tensei, bitch. Enjoy. <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be hard. Exactly. That but, uh, like. So did you play anything that didn't sound like it would cause me physical harm? Well, that depends. I've been playing Observer and I'm not really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> that did cause me physical harm. <laughs> it made me feel nauseous. I couldn't yeah. find my way out of that stupid room with the television. So, I mean, I, I again, I've I've gotten further than both of you guys because you're terrible. But yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just not enjoying it. It's yeah, so, like I, I honestly can't I honestly can't remember if I said this like offhandedly or if it was during the episode two episodes ago or not. But like I, I listened to Rutger Hauer and I'm like, oh, holy shit, it's Rutger Hauer. And then like two seconds later, I realized, oh, right, it's Rutger Hauer. He's just getting a paycheck. No one cares. Yeah, um, he sounds phoned in. But like I'm just like I I did some deep dives. I've I actually got to the point where you can actually die in the game. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah. There's a I point where there were like people can like these. You're you know you deep dive into a mind, and if you don't stealth around these enemies and they come across you, you you die or lose or whatever. Is uh, it fun? Um, Is it more fun than the other uh, mind invading it, parts that we played? It's fine, I guess. I just, I, I don't <laughs> mind stealth. Stealth is fine. And the stealth in this game, it's fine too. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly just didn't realize it was happening. So the very first thing I did was I was like, oh, hey, a person, let me go talk to him. And they killed me. So, <laughs> yep. but like, wow. I've, I've, I've moved forward. I've ta- I've deep dived into more people. I've talked to more people. I'm just, it's just not fucking interesting. I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> What do people get? Like, what are they seeing it? What was what was supposed to be so good about it? I, I think it like, was meant to be a really good story, and there's so few good cyberpunk stories out there. I mean, I can see, I can see why people liked it. I just maybe it's more of a like when you get to you know like like a Final Fantasy 13 type thing. You know, oh, just play like five hours and you'll enjoy it. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. But I, I just so far I'm just like I, it's fine. I just yeah don't feel like moving on it's nothing nothing is going back to me in my back of my mind going josh you you should go back and finish that yeah that was really interesting i gotta finish this yeah yeah yep, fair play i can hold my hands up and say might not have been the best choice for us since we all found it it didn't really grip us look steve is- you just gotta listen to me yeah. i know what i'm talking about i got you chrono trigger and Donkey, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is awesome. I don't care what you say, Steve. Oh, God damn it. I'm about halfway through it. I, I could probably beat it if I set my mind to. Donkey Kong Country 2 is <laughs> better, but it's the, Donkey Kong Country 1 is the only one on this SNES Classic. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I'm, that's what I've played. Again, I know. I mean, we could talk about Observer further on, but I mean, Elliot, how about you? What have you played in the meantime? Yeah, I played Observer as well. But I didn't like like I, I'm stuck in the same room as Steve-O from like the last episode when we talked about it. I have no real updates, and it's it's. I explained to you guys how to get out of that damn. I room. know, and we know. and we couldn't even feel the motivation to go back and I do it once you told us. It. I, I guess that, that just tells you how good the game is. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm it's I'm a, gonna make an effort at some point. I'm actually gonna play this game through and come back and tell you whether it's good or not. Oh no, it's it's one of those ones where I feel like at some point I'll be like, oh yeah, observer. I'm 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 a third way through that. Maybe I'll finish it. But it's just not one of those things. I'm like backlog roulette. Fuck it. I gotta just I gotta finish this right now. Nothing is motivating me to do that. So totally. yeah. 
So, Elliot, what did you play instead? All right. I feel like we need to make this uh, a little brighter. It's kind of been a dismal uh, series of games here. <laughs> so I played a few games. I didn't finish anything. I just kind of like. Uh, don't be don't be negative. Start again. <laughs> just all just I did was nothing. Um, <laughs> no, I, I so I went to a, I'm going to a friend's house and I've been taking my switch over because he also has a switch. Oh, cool. And I just like pop it into his cradle and. We can, we've been, uh, I think we've only done it twice now, but we've been like slowly chipping away, like him and his wife and me and, and Amy, uh, through Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Oh, wow. Four of you playing it at once. Yeah. Man, which is fun. absolutely amazing. It's, it's, uh, it, 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 you've played it, right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's the circular, you're, you're play, playing on a 2D platform. Almost yeah. platform, uh, platformer style. It's a circular ship that you're flying ship. about in space, and yeah. you each control tiny little stick men almost who run about in different parts of the circle to different controls uh, that do different uh, functions for the ship. Um, yeah, exactly. But if, but if there's four of you doing that, because I remember when myself and Nisha played a little bit of it, there was like shields. And there was yeah. a shield and a gun that was uh, controlling where the ship actually went. And mm-hmm. there might have been a couple of other things, but I can't remember. If there's four people playing it, is there more uh, yeah. functions than there are people? Yeah. That you have to do. Yeah. So, so you I, still I think have there's to like run about the ship? I imagine, I think there's I, I've six never or played seven it, but I imagine it would have to be because it's, it wouldn't be as frenetic if yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. It's it, and I didn't realize that if you I've never played with less than four people. So I I didn't I didn't realize that the functions changed. But there's there's one that's the pilot, there's one that does the shields, there's uh and I think there's like three or four different guns. Yeah. And you have two people on two of the guns and sometimes you have to switch to other positions. And there's a map, like you can go and like someone can jump off and like go into the oh, map room to see where map. you have to go next. Cool. Uh shit, what else is there? That might be about everything. Uh and yeah, so you're just you're just working together. It's like this cooperative. You're all just trying to steer the ship, and you, you've got enemies shooting at you that you have to shoot or block with the shield by like just literally moving it around the cir- the outer hull of the circular ship. Yep. Um, you have it's it's turrets. a game. It's a game I've really wanted Lily to play with me, but just hasn't really happened because she hates games. So. You you gotta convince her and the kids as well. If four yeah. of you could play it at once, it'd it would be a lot of it's fun. It's so do you, fun. Do you need you need a controller for each person? Yes. Um, okay, I've got three, so yeah. I might have to go grab yeah. them. But yeah, it's it sound well. Also, I can't buy games because you, you can buy, buy a controller. Oh, you don't have. The I game can though, buy a controller, but I don't have the damn game. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh wait, but That's we we key. could pick it up for you for a couple of bucks on Steam at some point. Yeah, instead if of you ask nicely, Josh. Uh, I mean, wait or, or don't. Mean, anyway, Elliot, wait, tell us more no, about the game. But my point is, like, <laughs> S- Steam, I can't do four controllers. You can buy controllers yourself, but then we'd buy your game. No, but I mean, I would need extra. Con- I would need more than just the one controller because I. So, like, I, I was referring to PS4 in the sense that I oh. have four. I have three PS4 controllers. I guess I've, I have one 360 and I have one Xbox One controller, but at some point I do not have enough for this. Well, you can get it on Switch or Steam as well. That's what I meant, for Steam. Oh, okay, well. But for yeah. Steam, you could use three PS4 controllers and you could yeah. use one Xbox One controller. True. Well, no, that requires me to have more than one Bluetooth adapter for my PC, which I only have one. No, Just use a, a USB cord. That's all I use. Oh, I guess I could then. This is kind of it's awkward. But okay, yeah. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting around this one. You will play. I don't Mothers have the game. <laughs> with your family. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's just it's it's a lot of fun. So we I think we were uh, we've done two playthroughs, not two playthroughs, but two two like sessions of it, and uh, it's definitely our our go to. We used to play uh, Overcooked. That was where we started off with, but. That gets too hard too fast. So yep. Lovers has been a really good, like approachable, doable game for all of us to kind of work at. Like the people who like me and him are a little more versed in games. So we tend to either be like the pilot or do the shields. And then like the wives will just like point and shoot. And it, it works out really well. 
that's fun yeah yeah it's a ton of fun i it, it's one of the games that i bought and just like months ago and just never played it because i was like i want to get in a room full of people and it's if you guys uh, haven't played it it's a great group activity for even people who aren't don't play games much highly recommended that um steve what about you games wise what have i been playing has elliot exhausted his trove anything else Um, you've been playing i can tap one more that will segue into yours do it i've been playing uh, a lot of like i can't seem to get into any single player games right now so i've been playing a lot of rocket league and when i get tired of that i've been playing a lot of splatoon 2 yeah which i don't play I haven't played too much too frequently for a while now. And I'm I'm kind of my driving force here is to get up to level 10, because once you get up to level 10, like all the rest of the stages and game modes unlock. So is it kind of like a competitive mode almost? Yeah. So there's like, what is it called? There's there's the rank battle stages. Ah, Um, And it's a different it's not just uh, turf war anymore. Like there's other uh, game objectives and and modes and it's um i'm hoping that maybe there's more like multiplayer options there as far as getting and staying in the same group it actually has a co-op mode as well doesn't it the salmon run thing or is that only is that only on certain times or is that running all the time i've never tried it because i i always get on just by myself but yeah we should give it a go if it's possible yeah you, you know my big gripes with splatoon 2 multiplayer why yeah. can't you switch loadouts mid-game and uh as well as that if we're playing as a party we should always be in the same team yeah you should be that, able to get better based on your friends how good your friends are at playing certain roles it's just yeah. until they fix those two things i'm kind of not interested in playing a multiplayer yeah they, they do it by design so we need to get Two more people with Splatoon, and and then you're fine. Then you're on the same team all the time. You yep. just can't do less than four. Yep, just such True. a pain. Did did Josh ever actually pick up Splatoon two? No, no, no. Pretty sure he didn't. We're gonna have to convince him to pick it up at some point too. I think. But yeah, so I I haven't really played in multiplayer at all. But I've been playing through some of the single player game uh, uh. levels, and it's a really interesting game. It's it's yeah. not. Uh, it's not a story, really, is it? It's it's not, almost not much. It's almost like a series of obstacle courses. Yeah, There's yeah. <laughs> running around. Josh, did you pick up Splatoon two? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, it's it's one of those games where I'm like, I feel like I'd probably really enjoy it. I just feel like I'd get sucked into the multiplayer, and I would not play anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I've got friends. Um, when I look at their like uh, their profiles on their Switch, multiple people with Splatoon over three hundred hours. Wow! It's like the only game they play. No it's way! Nuts. Yeah, yeah. I just found it quite hard. I'm I'm hoping that the whole point of the the single player side of things and the whole point of it being structured as these kind of you know obstacle courses as I call them is that it's trying to teach you how to use different weapons. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that they introduce in the in the story. It's There's another character asking you, can you try out this weapon in this obstacle course? Can you try out this? And yeah. I do feel like I'm getting slightly better. One of the things that I feel like I'll never get better at is the motion controls. Oh, oh really? Fuck that. I yeah. hate motion controls. Fuck but it. But it's kind of... Um, what, what else has this... Um, what, what other games have mostly controlled by the by the analog sticks but just the slight tweaking oh zelda of course zelda. 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 Yeah. yeah 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 but I, I disabled that shit immediately though did you oh it's so good with it though. Everyone I, says I it's so good and i, I understand it. it does make sense for it's minor really adjustment for for like fine-tune aiming it makes yeah. sense that it would be better but i can't for the life of me get good at it and i and i'm keeping it switched on i'm telling myself I need to be able to do it like this because eventually when I do get to play in uh, multiplayer, it, it will help me. It will benefit me. But right now it's just I'm making the shit harder for myself and wondering, is it worth it? So my, my experience was more like I didn't realize I was using it. Like it just kind of, you know, you're aiming to get your target and then like you, you know, shift your body or your hands a little bit to get a little, you know, 
it to kind of invoke that and then not really realizing that the motion control is actually guiding it further in. And it just, it, to me, it's, it just seems more like a, a natural, like, I would ask you, did you play it mostly on full screen mode? Did you play it on the TV with the pro? Always. Okay. I, 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 I turn off motion controls for handheld. So that is what, so I have basically only been playing it in tablet in handheld mode. Ah, and the, and the reason I've been doing that is because I finished up Mario and rabbits. Um, I'm still jumping into Mario and Rabbids here and there just to do the challenges. I've I've done, uh, I've 100%ed the first two worlds, if you mm. believe that. God uh, damn, wow. Yeah. Good work. Um, and so I have to go back and do the uh, World 3 and World 4. But for my lazy day games, for lying on a sofa when I can't even be arsed switching on a, a console on the TV or when I want to play something in bed for a half hour, an hour before we're going to, bed i've been playing uh splatoon 2 just recently so i have been playing it completely in tablet or in handheld mode and it, the motion controls are still on by default you can so you can set them so that they're one way on handheld and one way on tv so you would recommend turning it off on handheld uh because when i play handheld it's half the time like laying in bed and i'm not gonna like you know, move around too much to aim that yeah, way. Yeah, so. that, that makes sense. Maybe I will switch it off, and maybe as well, since I haven't been playing it at all in, in TV mode, maybe I will go and, and play it a bit with the Pro Controller. And I'm sure just from having used it in uh, handheld mode, I'm I'm sure I will be way better with the Pro yeah, Controller. I think so too. Just making the move in that direction. But it's, it's a really fun game. I do love that it's... Uh, colorful and fun and quirky and the music is interesting and and uh, yeah. the characters are really silly but but uh, oh and one of the things that um i really appreciated was the boss fights i had been yes. doing these the the smaller levels and the the boss fight was such a change of pace that yeah. i really really enjoyed it and i'm looking to get through the next uh, world or area or whatever you get call it so i'm looking to get through the levels of it just so that i get another boss fight and see what kind of wacky you know it was a toaster monster tentacle yeah the, kind the big of rotating yeah power thing. it was yeah. really cool it was really really inventive uh, it was a yeah it was an amazing design i really really appreciate it so i'm looking <laughs> to get on to the next bosses basically to to see what else they come up with so oh, yeah that's been a fun one but I, i've been playing quite a few Portable games, portable games in general. Um, yeah. Apart Mo- from, I, I jump back mobile into mobile games ha- or portable games. <laughs> <laughs> portable games, as, as you uh, corrected me earlier, Josh. Uh, I, because I was looking at my uh, Vita, and as well, similarly, I had recently beaten a couple of games on the Vita, so I finished up Steam World Dig, and that had been ah, my go-to nice. game on the Vita. So I was kind of thinking, well, I. I was starting playing Axiom Verge and I wasn't convinced that I wanted to play it on Vita and Elliot made the suggestion that I should play it on the PS TV. So I was thinking to myself, well, if I'm going to have that on one of my Vita memory cards, I might as well make sure that I have all of the non-touch games on the same memory card so I can put that in my PS TV. And any uh, games that require touch on the Vita... I would put them all onto the other memory card that I had that came with it originally. Um, so things like uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss, you need to use the the motion controls and the and the yeah. touch. Uh, right. Gravity Rush, I think you need motion controls, so I, I think you need yeah. to use it too. Um, Severed was another one which requires yeah. the the touch screen. So if you want to like uh, cut through things on it, you have to use the touch screen. And the other one that I had, which Actually, doesn't necessarily have to be uh, touchscreen, but I, I figured it was worth throwing on because it might be better on touchscreen. Was Danganronpa? Ooh, yeah. I I don't think it's necessary, but yeah, I can see that. I don't think you need it, but yeah, it could be I, a little just, more. I would want to just play it portable. It's 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 one of those like novel games. So yeah, right. exactly. And the thing about it is like there's such a, a cult following for that game. It's meant mm. to be really funny and really. The story is meant to be really good and it's quirky. And, and I know that I want to play it at some point, but I just haven't been in the right mindset 
And I figure that it might happen on a flight sometime when I've got like yeah. a few hours that I have to just waste somehow. Um, so I figured I'd keep that in my in my Vita the whole time. But this got me thinking, uh, what games do you have to have on your portable system in case huh. you're you're traveling or whatever? And for me, I'll always bring the Vita. I, I don't bring the Switch so much, but I'm guessing for you guys, you, you probably bring the Switch. And what games do you always have installed on your Vita and your Switch that... So that if you ever ever traveling somewhere, you can you can play them or you plan to play them. I always I, I usually take my 3ds actually, and I'll take Ooh. I always make sure to have like a long form RPG. So I I have like Ocarina of Time, always with my 3ds, wow. and like Xenoblade Chronicles, yeah, always with my 3ds. Um, as far as Vita, I tend to just uh. I play a lot of indies on there. So if there's an indie I haven't played yet that I think I could like, this is what I did with SeaMorld Dig. I just put it on there and I uh, make sure that I make sure it's on there before I go. Cause I'm like, I, I can play this. This is a Metroidvania. I can yep. start going, but like, there's never, there's no, like there's no, I, I just kind of swap it out with whatever I'm playing. Cause I think it's cause like the memory card on the Vita is so much smaller than all the content I have on it. Totally, thanks yeah. to PS plus whereas 3ds. Um, I have everything I need for my 3ds on my 3ds or able to fit in my 3ds case. So I just kind of take it all with me when it comes to that. Yeah. The 3ds um, does have the, the serious advantages there. Well, that, that was kind of a reason like the, the Vita's memory limitations was one of the reasons that I did this chopping and changing, this spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. And and I figure that you guys might actually really appreciate a few of the games that I put on the, the PSTV one. So the non-touch games. Yeah. So just to give you a, a little taster of it, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Fuck, I, you haven't finished that. I thought, I thought you did. No, I haven't finished it yet. Uh... Symphony of the Night is awesome. Please beat that and also destroy that because it's really easy to destroy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I really have to play it because like Super Castlevania 4 was so much Oh, that's fun. right. That's a great segue. And yes, I cheesed it. And no, I couldn't cheese uh, Symphony of the Night in the same way. There's no saves coming. <laughs> and it's got a pretty robust system. And the fact that I can just sleep the Vita and jump yeah. back in at any point. Absolutely. That is a big difference in a Castlevania game. Even I might make it through a Castlevania game like that. But... Similar to Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night being the lead-in, sorry, being led into by Super Castlevania 4, Axiom Verge. Yeah. yeah. So Super Metroid, haven't played that this year. That being my inspiration for one to play Axiom Verge. I I just I have to do it. And it's such have a you tried have you tried it with the controller yet? No, no, I haven't put it in the PSTV yet. I, I just literally loaded up all these games last uh-huh. night. Uh, and thought it would be a fun one to have a chat about. Other oh, games man. that I have on there, a uh, few smaller games. V V V V V V. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I think it's just V five. It's it's a really fun game, fun little platformer, uh, quirky indie title. Uh, so and it only takes up like forty megs or whatever. Yeah, it's I, totally I, I, worth having on I there. never I never finished it, but it was it was fun. It, what I played, it was. Uh... God, I think I, I think I burned myself out on one of the hardest rooms in that game. Yeah, it's a tough it. game. I don't know how anyone would finish him, but it's a fun I one. I did. No, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot, did you do the room where you got to go up? Th- you got to jump yourself up. Th- I can't remember what it's called. Vendi Vidi Vici, I think. You got to go up like three floors and then back down three floors and then back yeah. your way out. That one killed me. I yeah. finally did it. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, after that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. There's a lot of rooms that killed me and but then like you just die and you restart instantly so it's easy to just keep going and going and going right and also weirdly for me i found myself throwing on a couple of fighting games Ooh, uh, muramasa rebirth which i had never even heard of until that's a fighting game it's an adventure game it's like a it's like a beat-em-up isn't it yeah it's it's like sorry 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 i don't mean like side-scrolling one-on-one fighting game 
I mean, oh. yeah, like a brawler. Would you call yeah, it? A brawler? Yeah, yeah. Fighting or, games like Street Fighter and shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's not really a. You wouldn't call it a platform game because it's not really platforming, is it? I think what Josh said, like, like a a side scrolling. Because like, like I, I've played um, what the hell's the scroll, game with brawler? The, what's the game with the the furry you play as? The the furry that you play as. Oh, um, I know the one that you're thinking of. The hell's that called? And we're never going to remember it. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. Go ahead and start. Worry. <laughs> uh, so Muramasa Rebirth, I played a little bit of. I only played against one boss so far. Um, it's a bit repetitive. Uh, I like I, I like how it controls in ways. In other ways, I'm like, is this basically going to be a side-scrolling brawler version of um, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker? And I I don't mean that in any depth kind of ways i mean am i literally going to be playing over the same screen over and over with the same bad guys over and over and over and i'm gonna get bored in the kind of way that um you know potentially you could get bored of uh peace walker because you're just seeing the same thing the same yeah. sprites over and over um so i might get bored of that pretty quickly but it, it was a fun little diversion when i installed it the other day uh it's called dust and elysian tail that's dust one. and elysian tail oh. yeah that's right Okay, I thought that I thought that was Vita, but I guess it's not. Might no, be. I think that's on PS4 actually. Yeah, it's a PS4 game. I think I yep. might have it on uh, 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 Steam or something. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, the other fighting game. Sorry, am I not allowed to call them fighting game brawler? Yeah. <laughs> which brawler, is meant to be yeah. a, a lot more uh, technically deep and uh, you know amazing looking graphics. Um, is Dragon's Crown. And I think it's got a few oh, yeah. RPG layers in there as well. It's meant to be a really good game. And I, I don't think I've played like a a kind of isometric brawler like that since way back in the days of Golden Axe or Streets of Rage or whatever. <laughs> well, like I, I, I started playing. It's not, it's not Dragon's Crown. It's uh, or is it? It's the same same genre. Ellie, you might be able to help me out here. It's, yeah, I know what you're thinking of. I started playing that one, and I was like, just was not a fan of that one. <laughs> oh, shit. What's it called? Odin Sphere. Odin Sphere. That's it. Oh. So, yeah, o- Odin Sphere is the one that I played, and ho- I just got bored out of my mind. Everybody was like, this game is awesome. I was like, it's a fucking beat-em-up, and there's, I, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in, I'm just not enjoying it. I'm just like, all right. There's not a whole, one, there's not a whole lot of challenge, and any challenge that's there is like it, it's stuff I'm not used to being a challenge to me, if you will, like, you know, timing or I, I, I don't know how to put it other than just I, I was not enjoying myself, if you will. I thought, it, I thought it looked good. Like my I remember when I was living in Japan, my roommate was really into that game and would play like a lot of it. Um Wait, am I thinking of Odin Sphere or Phantom Brave? I get those two mixed up. Phantom Brave was like a. Disgaea type game, uh, pseudo TRPG. So I'm thinking of Odin Sphere. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, he played it like I think he like was going for 100 percent or something like that. He played quite a bit. So I was like always had it on my radar, but um, never got to it. And then I saw the remake was coming out. So yeah, I figured I'd get that. But yeah, but, yeah. all right. But I mean, whatever. I mean, it's it's a beat 'em up game. I'm again, it's not my favorite genre. I'll play them. I'm just. I don't know. I I don't get a lot a whole lot of satisfaction out of those. But speaking of games, we don't get a whole lot of sat- satisfaction out of. How do you guys feel about Observer? <laughs> I think we've uh, decided to pass on Observer and pick a new roulette game for the roulette we're gonna roll for the sake of moving forward with our lives. Yeah, it's gotta be Steve-o. done. I'll report back on Observer sometime in the future. I'd like to think that I will too, but yeah. We'll so I was like, I eventually will get back to it. I'm I, I'm not one that tends to leave things unfinished, but yeah, so far I'm just like, there's no urgency. There's nothing bringing me back going. I need to know how this game fucking ends. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So, so since that was Steve-O's pick, Steve-O, you can pick a new game and then we'll re-roll with that game and with the uh, the two that Josh and I picked, which were Cuphead from Josh, yeah, and Rhyme from myself. Right. So, Steve-O, you get to pick a new one. What's it gonna be? Okay, I think I'm gonna maybe allow a little bit of uh, input from you lads. 
um, <laughs> in order to pick one. Uh, one that sprung to mind, and I have to find out whether A, you both have it, <laughs> B, you both want to play it. I think if you have both got it and you haven't played it through yet, I think you'd be interested in playing it. And oh, yeah. okay. it was Bayonetta for the first one. Ah, I have, both- play- I have played the first one through PS3. Okay. I've played about half of the, the Wii U. I mean, I'll do it again if you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no. I, th- I think I've got another one here for you. And... Okay. Oh, wait. Have you played this? Um, the one that I've got for you is Oxenfree. I have not no, played it. I have not, I have played, not played Oxenfree. Played but okay. I have it on Switch, so I might actually finish this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I, have, <laughs> I, I think I have it on Switch as well. So, yeah. And it's meant to have a great little story. Um, it's it's the story about a, a, a wait. It's I'm I'm thinking of Night in the Woods. Am I saying? <laughs> have you, you you don't have Night in the Woods? How are you thinking of that? Oh, because I was about to say it's coming of age story, and the oh. characters are are animals, and it's about oh, a no. girl going back home. And then I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's not in the woods. <laughs> no, Oxen Free is about a girl going. Uh, back home uh, and seeing her friends and they go have a picnic on a little island and then some weird shit starts happening and I think it's yeah. got really interesting uh, dialogue mechanics and I played the first half hour of it but uh, I think we yeah, all got I talked, to, I talked to a friend of mine who had played Night in the Wood and she was like you gotta play Oxenfree and I'm like alright cool alright we'll do that so yeah I'm down with that okay so nice. these are a little less Cautious than the last time out. I know you were both like, oh, observer, what's that? And it <laughs> seems like uh, with good reason, but so uh, no, I feel good about this. Yeah, no, I think we're I all right. So if we roll a one, we get Cuphead. If we roll, yes, a two, Cuphead. To be honest, I really want to get Cuphead, <laughs> even though it would be painful and Elliot will never finish it. <laughs> oh God! If you roll a one, we get Cuphead. If we get a two, we get Oxen Free, and if we get a three, we get Rhyme. All right. Wait, no, gotcha. no, I'm three. I'm always three. Elliot's two. Oh, you're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, and All also, right. Elliot, are you sure you want rhyme? That's what I picked last you time. You picked it last time. It. It's that's it's stuck. He can change yep. if he likes. We all have no. it. We all have it, and it's supposed to be a game. So, what about Bayonetta two? Do we all have Bayonetta two? I do not. Useless. I don't have a Wii U. I'll send you mine after I'm finished playing Bayonetta two. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we roll a one, we get Cuphead, we roll a two, we get Rhyme, we roll a three, we get uh Oxen Free. Alright? Oxen Free. Here we go. No threes. Here we go. Yes! Oh, Finally no, we get to play oh fucking God. Cuphead. Oh yes. no. Oh no. Alright. Oh, we're gonna die. Oh we, we are, are going gonna die. To die. Alright, we gotta play some Cuphead here. I know Steve O Steve and I have tried a little bit of the game before by ourselves. Or actually in tandem. Uh, but uh, I, I have faith that Elliot will at least attempt the game. Yes, I will attempt the game. I'm looking forward to it. I've been wanting to play it for some time. I, I just I'm not confident in my ability to finish it. But <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Very is there, much. Is there online multiplayer? I forget, because if so, I'll be happy to help out. Mm, I don't think there is. It's mm. too twitchy. No, 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 there is. There is. Well, no, there isn't. There's local <laughs> multiplayer, but you can do like like uh like. The share play. You can do share play with it on NVIDIA cards. But yeah, there's talk about online multiplayer at a later date, but yeah, yeah, I guess I guess you could probably do something with like GeForce experience or something. Yeah, it's something like that. And it's and it's it's not great. Like it's pretty shoe. It's like. I'm I'm sure me helping you out will still be better than you playing it on your own, so I'll help you out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, I'll try. I'll try the first the first few levels and see how I go. I but. picked Cuphead up on uh, Xbox, actually, Xbox One. That means I can install it on PC too, doesn't it? If you got it on... Oh, I certainly can. I've just checked it. Woo, That's awesome. Like you're the wrong person. Yeah, we can <laughs> we can do this shit. Let's be good. We got Cuphead. And the reason I think it's a good idea to install it on PC is so that I can uh, stream it and yeah. look like a total idiot doing so. <laughs> Definitely a good game to stream. Maybe I'll restart my game so that I look really good fighting the first like five, six bosses and then go downhill straight from there. 
But all right, all right. We got uh we got Cuphead coming up for the next two weeks. Uh, we've gone through a bunch of crap this past t- couple past couple weeks. So, uh, Elliot, take us on home. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. In the meantime, um, you can catch us at our website, ratherbecast.com. And if you're on Twitter, you can see us tweeting quite frequently. Uh, we have our own Twitters at RBP Elliot, at RBP Josh, at RBP Stevo. And you can look for official podcast stuff on the, the podcast Twitter at RBP Cast. Uh, if you have any questions or any discussion topics you want us to talk about on the show, uh, shoot us an email at questions at ratherbecast.com. Uh, we are on YouTube. We're on twitch.tv slash ratherbeplaying, which where you'll probably see some of our Cuphead streams coming up over the next couple of weeks here. Oh, hell yeah. And look out for a recent uh, Rocket League stream that myself and Elliot did. It was pretty great. We actually won some games. Oh, it was a great and one. Elliot had a fantastic own goal. Yeah. <laughs> it was the I most did. amazing own goal ever. I genuinely couldn't believe it. <laughs> Probably my best one. I did a lot of yelling. <laughs> uh, it gets loud, yeah. So we, volume. We, we, we got to make Tuesday Rocket League a thing. Yes, yeah. we really do. Hashtag Regular. my poor neighbors. <laughs> Regular. Um, let's see. Oh, or wherever you can find your pod, wherever you like to get your podcasts, we are there. So give us a, a like, give us a comment and subscribe. Tell your friends and uh, we will hopefully catch you on our streaming channel next. We love five stars, but if you don't give us five stars, we won't hate you. True. Steve will hate you. I won't. That's mostly true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think that'll, that'll do it for a cast guys. All right. See you guys in two weeks. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Cheerio. Bye now.